0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money invested and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, Monday, uh, let's take a look at the calendar and... Oh, it's an options day, an options expiration day. So it can kind of, I know, it's kind of an ooh kind of thing, right? How do we end for the week? Do we end up? Do we end down? It's been one of those weeks. Um, we have the Apple trading higher as new iPhones go on sale today. And hey, I got my new Apple iOS 13 that I've been trying out for weeks. It's actually a nice improvement. It's not going to be the end-all be-all, but it is what it is. Yesterday, we had Microsoft raising their dividend. Today, we have Texas Instruments and McDonald's announcing dividend increases. I would call that shareholder-friendly. Got an overnight market that um, probably talked a lot about the Fed and debt repurchasing, quantitative easing versus interest rate easing, trying to protect dollars. That was kind of the thing that happened yesterday. There was some dissent this week at the Fed Open Market Committee meeting, the FOMC meeting. And the dissent was, should it be prudent to cut 50 basis points now and be kind of one and done? Or do you save a little bit of insurance? And you have another 25, 50 basis points cut later. So there's some questions about recessions right now, and I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? So it doesn't upset me terribly much. Um, Some details about WeWork are starting to to leak out. You know, I told you I thought the CEO was a little creepy, and I don't say that lightly because I I, I don't want to have to be sued ever. I'd rather err on the side of be quiet. But a guy named Richard Merkel, who was a former high pay, highly paid exec, decided to sue the company after he left. WeWork was the company that was going to come public this week. Um, they were doing a roadshow, and basically, people who hold a lot of money, fund managers, said, we can't really invest in that. And this week, we're starting to learn a couple reasons why. The CEO through like a massive birthday bash for his wife on the company's dollar. A little bit weird. He kind of likes hanging out with Ivanka and Jared Kushner. A little bit weird. Just when you're IPOing, it seems just like I I get it later in life. I get it. Whoever you want to hang out with, you're allowed to hang out with. But this ex-executive says things were weird. Like the CEO would have his kids sit on his lap during board meetings, which is Interesting. Uh, The board member who left said, I could say, honestly, in all my years of experience, this is the weirdest, most unprofessional treatment I've ever seen happen to anybody. Um, You saw the CEO come out this week after they announced a stoppage of their IPO, and they need to get an IPO done by the end of this year. And Basically, he fired some people, but they need to do an IPO because they'll get $6 billion in credit. So they keep their credit facility alive and well if they have a healthy IPO. It just feels weird. So the whole IPO does. And again, I think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think the fact that we can say that and say Uber and Lyft were overpriced, and now we're learning it's kind of a race to zero. No one wants to make money in the industry. And with California laws and laws changing to protect the drivers, the drivers may not even want to work when they had ultimate flexibility in their schedule to ultimately run two jobs, if they're told their employees they're not gonna have ultimate flexibility. Or maybe they will. Maybe the companies will have to do that. I don't know. It is what it is today, ladies and gentlemen. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty each calls on the air. Big seminar coming up tomorrow. I'd love to see you there. Um, talking about it's tomorrow. That's freaky. It's Saturday. Ha <laughs> ha Sometimes I forget that I'm giving up my Saturdays. But it's Whoa. wealth building and retirement planning in the afternoon. Uh, in the morning, it's going to be wealth building. In the afternoon, it's going to be retirement planning and uh, wealth protection. But it's going to be Saturday, 930 to 11. Uh, Rotary Summit Center, sub floor. Uh, whether you're 20 or 60, managing your money can get complicated. So uh, the 401K, investing beyond a 401K, going to be a good event tomorrow. Building wealth in your 40s and 50s, investment rules back to our Roths, rebalancing your 401k, active versus passive losses, um, investing in real estate. We're going to talk about it all tomorrow. Um, In the afternoon, it's going to be a little bit more of the same. The retirement income and tax planning, choosing the right accounts to draw from, selecting social security options, uh, 401ks in retirement, how do you de-risk, how do you de-leverage in retirement. You have three homes. that You want to become two homes. Do you have a, a trust? Do you have a will? What do you have? So we're going to be talking about all, all that tomorrow. Invest to be on the 401k in the morning from 930 to 11 and in the afternoon retirement and income and tax planning in the afternoon. You can sign up at com. It's com or newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com and you just go right to 25 to get a free list of the commercials. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. A lot going on with the whole China thing still, and this week we're starting to hear, I would say, developments. You're you're hearing like, oh, there was 30 Chinese uh, negotiators at the table. Like, How many were there last week? Like, You don't even know, right? Um, So you're starting to hear a little bit of a swell of, of data. I do think it gets done because it's probably in the interest of the president to have a healthier economy during election season than to look strong on China. But I don't know. But I kind of feel like that's what it's coming down to. We
0: had to make the move, and we decided to make the move.
1: He did it. Trump grants tariff exemptions. Now, who does he give tariff exemptions to? Plastic straws and dog leashes. So today, if you're a plastic straw made in China, it's a good day. Many Chinese products will be freed from the tariffs that the Trump administered uh, imposed last year at this point in time. Single-cup coffee filters, plastic straws, dog leashes, patio torches, Christmas lights, and skateboards are amongst the products to be exempted from tariffs. You're just like, who was smoking dope and came up with that list of exemptions? But again, you know, you make these things or you sell these things, you consume these things. And you ask the president for forgiveness, and sometimes he uh, doesn't. I know you're saying this is funny, right? Dog leashes? Yeah, dog leashes. Someone someone said that's important. <laughs> Roku shares have more than quadrupled this year. It's a stock that I've talked about numerous times. Ta-da! Um, Roku shares have more than quadrupled. It's a stock I've talked about numerous times on the show. I always see a consult worker advisor for taking action on any stocks I ever mention on the show. But twice in the past two weeks the stock has dropped 10%, showing you a lot of volatility. Um, Apple came out with their Apple services, Apple TV Plus, that is really pretty cheap. Comcast has come out and said, yeah, we're gonna give away uh, the hardware. An interesting time in cord cutting, to say the least. I'll brought black talking to all things financial, money investing, and more. Find me online at Roblox Show, Twitter, Roblox Show, YouTube, Roblox Show. Big seminar coming up Saturday, tomorrow, San Jose. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
0: We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: This used to be kind of a big day. The day that iPhones went on sale, you'd come to work and you'd be like, why are people standing outside of Verizon or AT&T store? Or you'd happen to work near an Apple store and you'd be like, why are people setting up... Te- oh, it's what? the day the iPhone went on sale. Apple's new iPhones went on sale in retail today around the world, and I'm, I own shares of Apple. And when I say this, I, I say this almost like really. Um, crowds are outside the Singapore, Sydney, Berlin, and London stores. Really, waiting to get in. Um, I I don't get it, <laughs> but it, I I don't get it. <laughs> There's a new kind of new. It's actually an old version of a phone that's selling for $699. It seems to have the demand. It's not the new one that has the three eyeball lenses that are a wide shot, super wide, live, 4K streaming. It's not any of those. So do we have a taste for new phones at this point in time? Apple's or the press releases are kind of making it look like that. And, you know, Tim Cook's out there and He's greeting people as everything goes on sale in Madison uh, Avenue, Fifth Avenue in New York City. New York City! I know, I know, I know. It, it just... It, are we still doing the lines? And I guess we are. I'll shut up, you know? Like, I'll just go along with it. An analyst today said that Roku is selling a streaming device that is going to the cost of zero. So Penelope Research Group says that um, ultimately Xfinity is going to offer their flex streaming boxes to its internet-only subscribers for free. And they see just tons of competition. And I have a Roku device that's 4K. Do I get one that's 8K? Do I get one that's 2K? Do I like? At some point in time, you're like, when does the hardware become irrelevant? And I'll tell you what, 5G is going to make a lot of people irrelevant. The way that we're going to be selling streaming should change, and you shouldn't need boxes at that point in time, per se, to be the go-between, to be the faster internet connector. The living room so important, and the big boys want in, so it's going to make it very difficult for Roku. Now, Roku's up 330% this year, but it's had a really, really volatile week. I own no shares of Roku outright i'm probably on some like in indexes tech indexes things like that but i don't know but i should throw that out there bill de blasio has ended his campaign for president and new yorkers like i didn't even know it was running new york city mayor bill de blasio has abandoned his campaign he says i feel like i've contributed all i can in this primary election season and it's clearly not my time so i'm going to end my presidential campaign i, I I think when you're under 1%, it's probably a good idea. But don't call me a political strategist, right? 800 516 calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Markets opened higher today, but they're struggling a bit. Um, the Fed has injected cash into the system for the fourth straight day. And they're doing stuff while not doing a lot, they're doing a lot of quantity. Uh, there's a question at how useful it is at this point in time for any world bank to go negative interest rates or to go to near zero. I'll put it this way. It's not that hard to get a loan right now. If I want a loan, I can get a loan. And the rates that are being offered are historically pretty incentivized for me to be speculative. they're They're low. I don't have to have a huge rate of return. I don't have to have a huge home run. But the New York Fed injected another $75 billion through an overnight repo operation. So I think it's pretty clear that uh, this market has a little bit of emphysema. It's having a little difficulty with the breathing of, how shall we say, stretching it out. Um, and we pay attention to that. Big seminar coming up this weekend. In San Jose, you can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Invest to be on the 401k from 930 to 11. That's a fast event. So I'll probably stretch it to about 1130 and we will take a lot of Q&A. Building your wealth in your 40s and 50s. Investment rules, the Mega Roth 401k, the backdoor Roth, passive investing. Investing outside retirement accounts. Um, I'm constantly looking for another way to save a little bit more here or a little bit more there uh the more that i have and again that makes me sound greedy it just i'm I'm looking for options when i stop working so i want to build up my nest egg as much as i can and then when i stop i'm going to stop i'll be like your neighbor who knocks on your door hey want a cup of coffee hey want to talk to this morning hey for like four hours hey i'm retired hey um that's the morning event from 9 30 to 11 you can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. In the afternoon, the retirement income and tax planning of it. Minimize taxes, retirement. Choose the right accounts to draw from. Social security strategies. These are things that I don't even want to know about. I'm not rapidly hitting retirement, but sooner rather than later. I don't want to hit retirement. I don't want, I don't want to work. I don't want to grow up. I I, 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 I want to hit the lottery. Always wanted the lottery to be my retirement plan. How great of a retirement plan is that? I've got so much money, I don't care. But, sir, I think you should have a bunch. I don't care. But, sir, but, sir, you should be investing that money wisely. I don't care. I hit the lottery. The lottery's not a retirement plan, just so you know. It sounds like fun, though, right? Um, Larry Ellison's having to do a lot of talking right now. His CEO or one of his co CEOs had to step down for health reasons and they never told us why. So Larry Ellison's out there, oot in a boot, how shall we say, talking to thousands of his Oracle open world annual extravaganza kind of people. So they've just ended on San Francisco, clogging the streets around Moscone Center. But Oracle has been really good for startups. They've supported a lot of startups. Um, whether it be Intel, Alphabet, Salesforce.com, a lot of these companies are all like uh, very much so needy on other great ideas to sell their support services. So that's one of the stories that we're getting out of Oracle World at this point in time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. So Larry Ellison, as much as he probably wants to step out of the limelight, I don't know if that's true or not, but he's 75 years old. He's kind of the face of that company, 75 years. He looks good for 75. Looks like he could still sail, although I haven't been sailing with him. So let's just say I don't know that to be true. 800-516-1220 to calls on the air. Big wealth building seminar this weekend. One starting on investing beyond the 401k in the morning and then in the afternoon, the retirement income and tax planning. You can sign up for the event. CFP Chad Burton will be there, sore throat and all at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. If you've been to like 10 of these, don't come. Um, Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Your
0: comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
1: KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money invested, and more. I think this is one of the songs from Big Little Eyes on HBO. Um, A show that's a little overrated. Speaking of overrated... One man that I can say is not overrated, CFP, Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton?
2: Oh, you scared me for a minute. I didn't know where you were going with that one. Um,
1: Big Little Lies. Did you ever watch it on HBO? I haven't, no. They're all guilty. Spoiler alert. (laughs) You're supposed (laughs) to say that before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. So, uh, big event coming up tomorrow. (laughs) Excited by this, a Saturday event, so I'm going to get to sleep early tonight so I can stay pace with you. Um, but big event, Investing Beyond the 401k tomorrow in San Jose at the Rotary Summit Center on the floor, easy parking. Uh, great breakfast joint underneath. Um, that's from 9.30 to 11. in the afternoon one, from 1 to 3, Retirement Income and Tax Planning. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. But let's get to promoting the content, shall we? This year is three-quarters of the way done. Only you, a CFP, would refer to it as three-quarters of the way done. I would refer to it as the back half of the year. Um, but it's been a pretty good year. People are starting to like look for managing it smoothly. What should we do in the back quarter of our year, Mr. Burton?
2: Well, um, if you're self-employed and you're trying to figure out some sort of a plan to fund typically the best plan to fund and create is an individual 401k a lot of people fund SEP IRAs but as I've talked about before that's rarely the best plan to do but it's always the plan that you can do kind of retroactively so if you want to get on top of that and make sure you have the right plan in place for 2019 then look at Doing an individual four hundred and one k, you have to create those accounts. Even though you can fund them after the end of the year, you can you got to create them before the end of the year. But those that are working for employers, a couple of things to do. You're going to start getting announcements. You know, open enrollment is coming up. That's where you go in and look at your benefits, and especially check out your health care plans. Have you had any life changing events like a spouse lost a job or? a spouse got a job and they have coverage and you can reduce your costs through your employer. Um, Did you get a divorce and you need to change plans? Things like that, that you need to make minor adjustments and maybe your, you know, kids are kind of out of college and you're healthy and you're trying to say, okay, what's best for insurance? Consider an HSA plan where you get a higher deductible plan and you can do an HSA account where you can get a big tax deduction for funding an account that is kind of like a, a Roth on steroids because if you fund an HSA account, you can get a tax deduction, but it also grows tax-free as long as it's used for health care costs. And the way that I like people with high cash flow to deal with this is don't, if you go to the doctor, don't spend money out of the HSA account. Cash flow it. Go to the doctor, pay for those high deductibles out of your own pocket, and continue to fund that HSA account so it builds and builds and builds because you can invest it in no-load mutual funds. And then once you retire at 65, you can spend it on all of your health care costs, your Medicare Part B, um, any of those you know, long-term care things that it creates a really great account for retirement. So those, you know, late 40s, early 50s that are healthy, kids are gone, it's, it's a really good plan to consider. Um, and to get those started, too, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that you can actually take IRA money and roll in to the HSA plan.
1: Okay, is that a good so idea?
2: HSA plans, you, yeah, it, it definitely get those things started because you're switching all of a sudden to a plan where you're, hey, I'm going to go to the doctor and spend 10 bucks or 20 bucks to, hey, the first you know three to $7,000 is out of your own pocket because the premiums are lower and it allows you to fund this HSA account. So in case something bad happens, you can take IRA money. Um, if you're a family, you can contribute up to $7,000 to the HSA account. Or if you're um, uh, over 50, it's going to be 8000 So a couple could essentially, one person could roll $8,000 from their IRA into the HSA plan, and the next year the other person could. And all of a sudden, boom, you've got sixteen grand if you're over 50 in this HSA account to fund future medical costs, and you can get that money invested and just start to grow it for your retirement uh, health insurance account essentially, so it can be a really good planning opportunity. And the other things, you know, people should check their withholding too on their pay stub. Have a okay. call with your financial advisor, your tax advisor, and say, "Am I on track for withholding enough money, or maybe I'm withholding too much?" Um, check to make sure your four hundred one k is on track. That's nineteen thousand, or if you're going to be fifty by the end of the year. So even if your birthday's December thirty first and that's when you turn 50 this year, you're eligible for that extra uh, $6,000 catch-up in your 401k. Um, and then if, you've, if you're have if you on track to max out the deferral per- portion of your 401k and you have more money to save, call your employer. Call that 401k 800 number and ask if you can make after-tax contributions and convert it to the Roth. That's the mega Roth 401k that we'll be talking a lot about on Saturday at the morning event. So a lot of things that you can take a look at. Sounds pretty
1: complicated and I'm glad that you're on top of it because my retirement plan was to kill a rich person and just take all their money and assume their identity. But I'm assuming that's not the best, best plan.
2: You have been watching too many HBO and, and Netflix shows, haven't you? I, 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 not sleeping well, not sleeping well. How <laughs> about retirees,
1: Chad? Oh, and by the way, Big event coming up tomorrow, two events, one at nine thirty, one one at 1 p.m., uh, one's essentially for people who are kind of accumulating well, the one's essentially for people who are kind of heading towards retirement. I'm in the latter half, so I'm heading towards retirement, so I'm paying more and more attention to those kind of strategies that kind of, I, uh, I don't have an AARP card, but I'm leaning that way. Uh, retirees, what should I be looking for um, coming in the last 25%
2: of the year? Well, so if you're if you're on that that path, this is that events for if you're ten, you think you're about ten years from retirement or so, or you're in retirement. And that's what that's all about, right? Um, and so, so it's really that's when you start taking an end up look at your portfolio, you know, your cash versus stocks versus bonds. Your and essentially it's your growth versus defensive assets, and how do you manage that mix? Okay. Um, and inside your growth assets, we have had this crazy run, where for more years than not, growth has outperformed value, we're starting to see a little bit of that switch. So we're seeing a lot of retirees that the growth portion of their portfolio has done great, but it's also really geared towards sectors and parts of the market that have done really well and gotten somewhat expensive, where there's other areas of the market that are really cheap right now. So taking a look at your portfolio and making sure that you're not just growth, that you've got some value in the portfolio, especially on the small-cap side. Making sure that within five years from the date of retirement, you've done a very clear plan that you know where each dollar is going to come from, and that you have three years worth of your portfolio draws in a safe place. And that safe money, I mean, you should be earning on your cash accounts, at least 1.8, 1.9 percent minimum. So if you've got a bunch of cash sitting somewhere that's not earning that, take a look at um, you know some of the online FDIC insured money market accounts. Um, we have one for uh, clients now that basically it's they they make one deposit and it gets spread out among several of those FDIC insured online banks, and that's paying 1.9 percent. Um, other things, Medicare changes. Um, are going to come up as well, so if you 're sixty five or older um, if you 're about to be sixty five start that shopping for Medicare at least three months in advance because it 's kind of a it 's a long learning curve for that it's a process but it's a any process changes for that sure. you should make, yeah. Any changes that you should make, um, you know, you should start thinking about that now. Your doctors, your prescription drugs, and things like that. If you're over seventy and a half, think about gifting your required minimum distribution to charity. That's always really good for your tax return. And then, speaking of taxes, look at your portfolio at this point in time and say, do I have any in my taxable account? Do I have anything that's showing a loss on paper? And you might want to do some swapping to take advantage of those losses and turn it into a tax gain.
1: Sounds good. Is there anything else that we need to know as we have about one minute to promote the seminar?
2: Yeah, again, I just want to keep pushing this idea of two things, uh, growth versus value and small cap versus large cap. It, over Since like 1928, smaller companies have outperformed larger companies by a little over 2% a year, and value has outperformed growth by about 3% a year on average since 1928. But that hasn't been the case over the last 10 years, and I think it's going to shift over the next 10 years. So that's why I think it's important to really take a look at what you're investing in right now.
1: Sounds good. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. CFP, Chad Burton, people can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Big event coming up tomorrow, two big events. One is called Invest Beyond the 401k. That should be an interesting hot piece of uh, mess because everyone's trying to figure out what do I do to get a little further along? And we're going to kind of scrap this together for you, whether you're in your 40s or 50s. We're going to hit some investment rules, the mega Roth 401k, active versus passive investing, we balance your 401k, invest in real estate, much, much more. CFP, Chad Burton will be there, but we're also going to bring two or three more CFPs. So if you have questions, tomorrow is a good day to bring them to the floor. Retirement income and tax planning from 1 to 3 in the afternoon. Then we're going to call it a weekend and call it all said and done. So this is your chance to get it on before the end of the year. You can learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. That's the website I'm looking at right now. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Two different events tomorrow. One cruising in retirement. One, essentially, you're in retirement and looking for income, and you, hopefully you have enough of a nest egg to figure this out intelligently. You can sign up for the either or event at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code right here, 25, to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black
0: online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM
1: 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in rob black and your money on rob black big event coming up tomorrow i can't believe i'm saying tomorrow on a saturday why am i working on a saturday why do i always regret doing saturday events before the event actually comes there's two events one's called investing beyond the 401k i try to squeeze as much into investing as i can some people try to squeeze as much as they can out of vacation some people try to squeeze as much as they can out of going to the retail store like hey i'm gonna go sneak and, and throw this in the cart that's what this is all about. Investing beyond the 401k is everything you can throw in the cart of retirement savings. Mega Roth investment rules, investing in real estate, rebalancing 401ks, active versus passive investing. This has been a great time to be a passive investor. Does that bode well poorly? Some people think it does. We're too passive at this point in time. Speaking of too passive. He's a man who loves peace in the Middle East long before others did. Tony Mendez, realestate.com. How are you, Mr. Mendez? I'm well, I'm well. I do like peace. Peace in the Middle East. You don't really like peace elsewhere, but in the Middle East, you're a big fan of. Um, What do we need to know about real estate investing and doing this kind of as uh, something you do in your 30s and 40s and 50s, as kind of a, a side project to get you to more retirement?
3: Well, yeah, investing and in going into retirement is something that a lot of people are thinking about more often early on because, uh, I mean, quite honestly, it wouldn't be that bad of an idea to have a free and clear property paying some sort of dividends, to, you know, in, in retirement. Um, I have a property that I know will be free and clear when I get to retirement age, and that will give me, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month that I could use for, you know, health care or, you know, my kid's college, you know, things like that. So it's the ultimate goal to, you know, accumulate this over time and not think about it too late in life when it might not make as much sense.
1: Now, you work with a man named Gordon Hines, who has had a pretty successful history of setting up investments, not just in your mortgage. Like, hey, I think your mortgage is a very, very powerful tool on your primary home. But Gordon's done a good job of setting up investment-minded approaches to investment properties around the Bay Area. Uh, talk about what it's like working with Mr. Gordon Hines, a legend in the Bay Area.
3: You know, it. it you don't have to do it at a large scale like uh, Gordon does and other investors. Um, it could be as simple as one or two investment properties and your primary. I think everybody should own at least one investment property, um, if not just their primary home, because it is a way to build equity over a long period of time. And uh, And if you manage that debt, and that asset, which is what Gordon has done really well over a period of time with, with mortgages, with different kinds of mortgages, with, um, you know, really good property management, uh, strategies, uh, you can actually go into retirement with a, a decent plan. And, you know, and, and the great thing about the asset is it's convertible. You can, at any point in time, change it to a better property or and consolidate Maybe five properties is too much and you want to put it into one in retirement. And you have a lot of equity. There's something called a 1031 exchange. And these, these, there's tools out there to build a real estate portfolio if that's the direction that you go when you've maxed out your 401k or IRA and you've taken care of all the other things. And that's what Gordon's done, and he's been very successful at it.
1: With that being said, Robert Schiller had a lot to talk about this week with real estate. I barely skimmed on it, but one of the things he was going after is that narrative drives real estate. What is the narrative right now, and did you did you grasp what he was trying to say with
3: that? I did. You know, he, he calls housing is driven by narratives. Um, you know, in the Great Recession, we had, uh, you know, people who lost their homes, they lost their down payments, they borrowed too much, and then, then there's the lending side. They were lending too much, too high loan-to-values, not enough down payment. And, and what he's saying is that he's starting to see these narratives again, and, and he's saying that people have forgot you know, that narrative. Uh, back in 2006, it, it was about 49% of people said investment was a major consideration. And that dropped to 32% in 2010, but that's rebounded in 2016 to 42% and going higher. So people are are a little bit more speculative now, and that's that narrative that we're seeing. And that's where he's a little bit worried about why it feels more like you know, the 2006-2007 the leading to the Great Recession.
1: It's good stuff. People can meet you tomorrow. You're going to be at both events, helping uh, the day long with content, especially tied towards real estate and mortgages. I just got a mortgage redone with Tony. It was actually the easiest mortgage I've ever done, only because I think I've done so many mortgages with you, I knew every annoying question you would ask. (laughs) <laughs> it be a W two or the taxes, or do you want to sign this? Do you not want to sign that? Do you want to save money on this? But I think we know each other well enough because we've done enough work together. But people could find you at BayAreaLoanSource dot It's BayAreaLoanSource dot com. You want to plug your phone number or maybe an email address
3: or anything else? Email is Tony at BayAreaLoanSource dot That's probably the easiest. Tony at BayAreaLoanSource dot And of course, the Thursday night show that we do on twelve twenty a m at six p m. We do that. We've been ten years on the air so far.
1: Now, when people write Tony, is that Tony? Is that an I with a heart or is it a Y? <laughs> it's a Y. <laughs> really? It's Tony Mendez. Uh, you can find him at com. Big event coming up this weekend. He will be at both events uh, talking a little bit about investing in real estate. It's one of those things that, yeah, I've done it. And it's actually kind of interesting because when I started buying my real estate for investments, I was in my 20s. And it's kind of funny because. My 20s, I was living on the East Coast, so I bought real estate that made sense on the East Coast. I kind of wish I would have bought real estate that makes sense on the West Coast, because I would have been a lot more leveraged. I might have gone bankrupt, but it would have had a bigger you know, kickback, per se. For instance, I own a place in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is lovely. It's an alternative idea for income for me in retirement. It's lovely. It's on a golf course. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's inside of Duke, UNC, University of North Carolina, and NC State. Three major colleges. It's kind of like the Bay Area has two major colleges feeding the whole tech job frenzy. It kind of helps the whole whole thing, but uh, I kind of wish I would have bought three or four of them. One feels like, oh, yeah, my rent. Oh, yeah. That will cover my health care and retirement. Yeah. I, I want a vacation in the Bahamas in retirement. Anyhow, you can sign up for the big event coming up this weekend Rawr. at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Investing beyond the 401k. Is that you? Or are you starting to think about unwrapping your investments? You can sign up for either event at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code radio25, listen to the commercials for more information. It's newfocusfinancial.com.